2: Good morning, family, and a welcome to Power Start Your Day. It's Pink Millionaire, and Nicola Smith-Jackson are going to reawaken your spirit this morning, resuscitate your passion, renew your mind so you can recommit to the plan that God has for you and ask for you to build a big business. We're here coaching you every Monday through Friday at 8 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. If you haven't done this already, go ahead, share the call with other people. They can dial on the 602-753-1848 or listen online with their smart device, iPad, tablet, PC, or Mac at blogtalkradio.com forward slash success with Nicola. We're in our new series, I Am an Ultimate Goal Getter. And so um, hopefully you've already gotten your book, um, Not Have the Best Year Ever with Michael Wyatt. And um, I can tell you, though, Pink Millionaire has her own system of goal getting. And you know what? I can tell you this. I'm already enjoying the new book. Hopefully you are. I think that this is perfect timing for um, this book as people are. Uh, ending a year, going into uh, another year, and, you know, we always keep these podcasts very evergreen, but however, around the holiday times is where um, it depends on your (coughs) beliefs. Excuse me, your beliefs will determine what you do, your actions, your perspective about what you should be doing around this time of year, and so I have a few uh, a scriptures for you on today that I want you to go to. And we talked about those five questions. It's the what. Today we're going to talk about the who and then we'll talk about the why, how, and the when are the five questions that you want to answer anytime you're talking about um, meeting or even exceeding goals. I've had it in my time in my life where many a times I will set a goal and exceed it. But I am going to tell you
0: something. Your expectations. And your beliefs have everything to do with what happens to you,
2: because not about what happened is what story you told yourself about what happened. And so I want to hopefully bless you all on today. We're going to go to uh, first, second Corinthians nine and eight. And as well as Jeremiah 33 and 3. These are game changer scriptures. All of them are. But when you're talking about specifically in goals, these are game changing scriptures that you can even turn into affirmations if you like um, to make sure that you're expecting bigger, better things. So you'll do them. Father God, we come before you. We honor you on today because today is the day you've made and we're glad, to rejoice, we're here in the land of the living. Dear Lord, as we are pursuing how to become ultimate goal getters. Let us lean into the example that you've given us,
0: Christ Jesus, who he had the goal to become our Savior. He's the ultimate gift. He's the ultimate leader. He is the
2: ultimate goal-getter. We thank you for his life that he laid down that we may have abundant life. On this day, we're asking, oh, Father God, that your Holy Spirit will lead, guide, correct, and direct us into the truth of what we believe and helping us understand that those beliefs are directing our lives. Let us increase our belief as we increase our
0: faith because we know it's impossible to please you without it. Father God, we're thanking you that we are moving from one level to the next dimension
2: because we're able to see further than we've ever seen before. And we know we only build what we see. So we're thankful, Father God, that we're seeing the glorious future that you have for us before we form my mother's womb. We honor you and bless you and seal this prayer with the blood of your son, Jesus Christ, amen. So... Let's hop in a queue because I know we're going to go pretty quickly on today because uh, for most people, you're going out there, you're doing holiday shopping, and we've made, we've made goals around that. And uh, your belief is whether we've done things like uh, lay away, we make a list, and then we, we figure out a way to meet a goal based off of our belief and expectation. I can tell you, the whole thing of making a way out of no way had everything to do with one's belief about making a way. And so we start talking about 2 Corinthians 9 and 8. And if you believe this, and God is able to make all grace abound toward you, that you always have an all-sufficiency and all things may have an abundance work,
0: abundance for every good work. Now, I can tell you this. When I began to believe, and I know that grace,
2: you can't earn grace. Because we are saved by grace, our salvation. All of what Jesus Christ did for us is by grace. None of us are good enough
0: to really say we've earned what Jesus did for us. And so we begin to understand
2: that grace can abound toward us, that we'll have sufficiency in all things, like meaning, once I set my intention to do good work. Now, this is the second time
0: that we're talking about here, about good work, about good work. Because you learned
2: that in Psalms 37, 3 through 6, it's about doing good. If you are now setting goals that's relative to do good, then grace is coming your way. Jeremiah 3 and 3 says, call to me and I will answer
0: you and show you great and mighty things which you do not know. Now, when your expectations
2: go beyond your own efforts or your expectation goes beyond only what you think you can do, You will use the resource of calling on God and saying, whatever I don't
0: know, tell me. Whatever I don't have, show me how to get it.
2: Show me what to do. Your beliefs are going to make every difference. And so when we start thinking about this, and you're looking in the book, Hopefully you've gotten your book, you've downloaded, I've seen you guys, Michael Wyatt, Michael Hyatt, who comes highly recommended from the Tony, all the best of the best. You see all the best of the best who are like, listen, this is a great goal system. And I know that you guys, I know we've had a little bit of a delay for the Power Moves Journal, but it is going to be a game changer for you on an everyday deal of keeping up with how you can meet and just, I'm talking about, just crush any goal that you put your mind to. And so when you start thinking about the who, we talked about the what, right? The what, the first question was what. What exactly are you really trying to do,
0: and what is your intention? If your intention is to do good, now the promises of God will be yay and amen. Now, what is good? Yeah, I want to be doing good for myself. I want to be
2: doing good for my family. But God wants us to do good, be good to do good, like meaning be blessed to be a blessing. You know, when I start thinking about even today, you know, I just want to give shouts out to all of our team who in our, in our holiday party, they literally brought the gifts for the children. And, you know, we're partnering with um, uh, some some uh, officials in our community to give back in some communities, which we did that even we did with the, the back to school and things like that. And, When you now are a part of, when you ever have an opportunity to do good, just do good. No matter how how little you have, just do good. Like the lady with the alabaster, you know, bottle. Like, just do good. Whatever you have, you'll be so surprised at what type of grace can abound towards you.
0: I can remember a a, a time where... um, that was in 1999, and I had
2: just moved in back from South Florida to Georgia, and um, at this time, I was a single mom, you know, and I talked to people about this angel that drove up my my uh, truck. I met him at Home Depot because I had some issues I needed to fix on the house before I sold one of my properties, and money was tied up, and then school was, time was coming around, and... Um, I didn't have the money. The money was locked up like it was closing. The money hadn't come over. So it was, I, was, I didn't have the money. And there's one thing about saying, hey, you got money that uh, you can not have access to the money. Not having access to the money is the same thing as not having the money. And I've had that situation before, even with how I ended up in my current company, where I wanted the access to the money in my home and credit denied me the access to it. So it's almost still like you don't have the money. Whether the money is not in the bank account or you have it but you don't have access, you can't get to it, it's still the same thing as the ending result, you don't have it. So back to you know where I didn't have the money for the school uh, supplies, but I was there, I was doing my hair and doing my clients, and I was hustling up, I mean literally going in super early and working down to the limit. You know, I would even count to say, okay, if I've got to pick them up late, how much is it going to cost me to pick them up late? And how much am I going to make? And I will just do that. And I can remember um, a family wanting and needing some things for school. And so did I. My sons, they were in private school and they needed uniforms and, and uh, the uniforms the tuition and everything. I didn't have access to the money. And I still sold into somebody else who needed something.
0: And then everything came all together. The last moment, I ended up having a whole
2: family come in and get their hair done. That took me over what I needed. And it was after I had given. Not sure what the next thing was going to be, but I'm like, okay, at least I know my money is coming. But this family seemed like they didn't have it at all. And so there are times when, you know, with us as a team, when we're able to gather and give and gather and give, and then we're saying, hey, is there any other families that you know specifically that we can, we can bless? And because there was nobody there that said, okay, Nikki, you got those two kids, and you're trying to put them in private school. Like, who's really feeling sorry for you if you're trying to put your kids in private school, right? They're like, I went to public school. It was just fine. Put your kids in public school. But I wanted my kids to know the word of the Lord, and I wanted that to be, I wanted, I wanted that environment for them. Nobody cared about that, but I can tell you God did, and the grace abounded toward me. But the belief of I'm going to be okay, but I had an opportunity to help someone else be okay,
0: helped me meet and exceed my goal. Now, I didn't know this being a system of
2: God doing good. I didn't know it then. I mean, I I just really didn't understand it. I was reading my Bible every day, and um, I didn't know it, but what I did was what was in my heart, and and guess what could be in your heart, what you would be wanting to be done to you. After I began to really realize it, though, like, hey, this is how God operates, you know, this is pleasing to him, then it became a standard of my life.
0: You can literally
2: give your way to the top. Many people, their beliefs and their expectations is that, you know, if I give, that it's taking from me, not adding to me. And it's all about the story you're telling yourself, not actually what it is. So the whole question that you need to answer and become an ultimate goal getter is who am I now? Because who you are now is only taking you but those so far.
0: Who you are now has only taken you to the last goal you've ever reached. But who you need to become to go where you're going is a bigger question. Or who do I need to help is even a bigger question. Who do you need to become? And who do I need to help? Because you see, when you start talking about who do I need to become, my belief system, do I need to believe better? Do I need to believe bigger? Or if you're asking who am I now, Am I a person of
2: scarcity? Do I get nervous when I have to give? Do I second guess and contemplate when I have to give? Go deep now because, see, when people are afraid to give, they're also afraid to get. I want you to, and you might say, no, 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 no. I'm like, give me, give me, give me, give me. No, 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 no. I'm talking about get what God has for you. This is power. starts your day. You don't even believe you deserve it. You don't believe you deserve bigger and better things than what you have. So your activity and your perspective always has a cap on it. I'm only going to do but so much. Do you understand that programming even from, from the, the the job system will give you that? Like, listen... I'm only getting paid this amount, so I'm never going to do exceedingly above whatever I was asked to do at this pay grade. So now I'm in my business, and I only do the minimum, but I don't really expect the maximum, because if I really expected the maximum,
0: I would give the maximum, because I would know the law of sowing and reaping. This is where we set ourselves up for perpetual disappointment. Our beliefs are not even at the level of what we're asking God to give And so you can work on your belief system by
2: understanding who are you and where are you. Michael hyatt has a little a little. You can take the life score test. I'm going to share that with my peak Millionaire group and um, the peak Millionaire Club. For them to understand the relativity of your relationship in certain areas, whether it's your spiritual, financial, your job, whatever it is, your relationship,
0: how it develops your beliefs and your belief systems, develop your expectations. We set up a, a goal. We want to help 20,000 people.
2: With what it is I do in my team, and what I'm telling you right now is I was on the line with the top leader, and him and I were talking, and I'm like, okay, 20,000, and when I started sharing with the people, I could feel the fear amongst the people, like 20,000, I can't even think that big, or whatever, and I'm sitting here saying, all it is is a 1,000 people at this particular level that get 20 people, 1,000 times 20 is 20,000. It was so simple to me. I just thought, I'm like, that's really small comparing to what I see. A thousand people over a whole year time just getting 20 people to use your product or service and say it helped me in any particular way to better my life. That's a very small goal, actually. But I said, well, why would people think like, wow, how is that going to happen? Because they're only thinking based off of who they are now
0: versus who they need to become. To say,
2: yeah, I want to be a part of something big, something bigger than I've ever
0: done before. Well, that means you got to increase your belief to say, I can do more. I deserve more. I can give more.
2: So when we start talking about this, let's open up ultimate goal-getter.
0: Because we got to remember that if we are basing our beliefs only on our past, our past is driving our future, And this is how people will
2: repeat what happened to them last year, what happened to them the year before, what happened to them a decade before. That it doesn't matter how many new years we flip over, nothing's new about you. Do we want to change that? Do we want to work on that? Who do you need to become, but who do you need to help? When I'm looking at goals, I always look at, okay, I'm not trying to help myself. If I can help myself, that's so limited. That's so small. But how many other people can I help? How many other people can I help? Let's talk really quickly here. 615 last 446 98 God bless you. Happy holidays. Good morning.
1: Good morning, Dr. Nicola. This is Nona Inslee from Nashville, Tennessee.
2: Good morning. How are, God are you? Bless you?
1: How are you? I'm doing good. Merry Christmas Eve to you.
2: Yes. Merry Christmas Eve to you, too. Yeah. How are yes.
1: you? Mm-hmm. Good morning, queen. I am blessed and highly favored, highly favored. I am just, uh, I am so growing since I have been listening to you and getting the word from you, even when I have to go back and listen to the replay, because I'm working a regular job right now, Mm -hmm. it just blesses my soul. It really blesses my soul. And what you said about giving and wanting to do more for others and taking your whole self, taking me out of the picture, that's a blessing for me. Because I love to bless and give and do for others. Even when I don't always have it, I just love to bless others. And it's always a blessing to me to be able to do that. So I want to thank you for that on today. And thank you for the series from yesterday and this morning. I'm on vacation till after the first of year. <laughs> so I was able to get on live today. So I just want to thank you. Just thank you.
2: Well, you know, Queen, I want to ask you something, right? Because I see a lot of people who give a lot of service, but then mm-hmm. they kind of go to like a little bit of a barrier once they now have to progress from the service that they give. Mm-hmm. And I want you to think about on your vacation, on your time now, Mm-hmm. And, I, and I want you to write down, next year, this time, do you want everything to go just like it did last year? If you've been already given, can you identify where, you know what, I've been giving and I've been sowing, but maybe not inside a fertile ground. Mm. Ask That's
1: something
2: Because remember, okay. right? God gives the seed to the sower. But we already know that if we're trying to plant a palm tree in the middle of Alaska, a palm tree is not coming up. No. So when we start talking about our beliefs, where we sow also has some things to do. So so for instance, my people might say, Well, well, what do you mean, Nicole? You can just get to anyone or what have you. Well, I did not create the rule. Am, am I making something up that the Lord says, Hey, you wanna you wanna sow on fertile ground? And he gave us even the parable of when you're sowing in unfertile ground how, how you're like sowing up in rocks. Right? Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. And so when you start thinking about that. This is why I give to, you know, I give to churches that are actually doing things um, that are blessing other people. Because I know that that seed is coming up somewhere else to do good work. The word said that, good work. Mm -hmm. If I say you're doing good work, okay, well, I'm going to sow in that that ground. Mm -hmm. The same thing even with me and who I give my time to. Mm-hmm. literally I talked I, I put out a, a thing and said hey I'm going to basically mentor some people I want to do a case study on what it takes to be successful in my business and the first thing I said I wanted to see who raised their hand first who's paying attention
1: mm-hmm.
2: who's paying attention mm-hmm. so that's a person highly responsive mm-hmm. then I want to see okay after we said okay this is what it, I'm watching them and seeing what are they doing even before I contact them Oh wow, the bag is the, the cat is out the bag, but I'm contacting you soon now. But I'm watching and saying I'm sowing in fertile ground. Uh-huh. I'm gonna sow with people who I know. Once I give them what I'm talking about, they're gonna do something with the seed. Uh
1: huh. If
2: you're not doing nothing with what you have now, you're not gonna do nothing with what I give you. Uh
1: huh. That's uh-huh. just a
2: tip for those who want people to say, So unto my bosom, what's going on with you? Are you sowable?
1: Uh-huh. Are you sowable? Uh-huh. Are you a
2: person that, okay, wants somebody to drop their good seeds in you to give you what they got? Are you going to do something with uh-huh. it? Do you know that I share uh-huh. with people? And I, I'm going to close it. The belief. Thank you so much, Queen. The belief. When when Dr. Monroe we were we were at a, a, an event it was his uh, 59th birthday and we were in Dallas Texas and um, we we were we were uh, he was preaching and he asked some leaders to come up to the front and he uh, began he was totally in the spirit oh my mercy he was touching big men I mean they were falling out people haven't really seen him in that in that form before because. They know him as a thought leader. They know him as um, he definitely uh, understands the word and he teaches the word. But he was preaching on this day and then we pull up and he asked like who, I forget even the full question because I just totally went out like a light. But he was asking like who wanted to be blessed and wanted to be a leader and wanted to work for Christ. And we come up and we all came up and it was like 60 something people. I mean, the altar was so full. And he began to walk back and forth, and with so many of us as mentees and people that was in the congregation at the time and everything. And then he stopped right at me, and he said, you, God told me you're my daughter in the spirit. I'm going to bless you to have everything that I have. And he grabbed me by my head, and I was out like a light. That was the first time that it ever happened to me because I've I've had people pray on me, whatever, and they try to, you know, like and, and, and it did nothing. And I was out. I didn't even know I was embarrassed because I had on the skirt and I was just hoping. All I was wondering was like, Lord, did anything
0: that they cover me, please, Lord, just help me understand. But after that time, and when I begin to understand about the seed and the sower, and I'm saying, wow
2: like a transfer of Elijah to Elijah, like, wow. What am I going to do with all this stuff that he's given to me? And then one year, one of his mentees, a son of his that walked with him for 27 years said to me, you of all of his mentees, I see doing exactly what Papa told us to do. Not that I made that intention to do so, But I definitely made the intention that I was going to be a leader for the kingdom. So now if I had that type of seed sown into me, and of course my multiple other mentors, including my mother and my grandmama that sold some stuff in me about being strong as a woman and, and still taking care of your family, whatever. But why would I take that precious seed
0: and then just drop it anywhere? That would be careless. Let's reevaluate our belief system, our perspective, even on what God has already given you and what you do with it, that when you're a good steward over the little bit He got, he can give you more, and then you'll do more. Our belief systems can raise up, can't They can do
2: a little going to the next level. If you believe that, I want you to go inside of the group, and I want you to identify and give me the biggest aha that you've had inside of now. It's called the power move with peak millionaire as we're preparing for the power moves journal and the power moves will be what you're doing and power start your day, but what you're doing throughout your day, because we have to not spread the gospel only with our word or with God's word, but also what we do, because he said,
0: faith without works is dead. As we increase our faith, we must increase our work so that more lives is helped. Who are you now? Who do you
2: need to become? And who are you going to help? Let's answer those questions. I love you guys. God bless you. And yes, I will see you on christ
0: month. I will. I'll see you on christ month. because that's who I work for.